0: It's episode 57 of A Mindset on Things Above, Why God, and What God. Okay, we are ready. I just put a fresh coat of paint on my nails and they're going to dry for the next... mm, I don't know, 20-30 minutes, however long we're going to be here together today. And I got my notes, so I am going to do my best to not, you know, ruin my nails while turning my pages. Today is a continuation of Faith February. We are talking about the four worldview questions. The four questions that compose of a worldview. Last week, we looked at where did we come from cotton Joe how did we get here where do we come from and this week we are looking at well who am I then and what is my value do I have value am I significant do I have significance am I important at all whatsoever in the grand scheme of things and who am I as a person animal being let's try to look at that today so um I I'm doing this series, right, Faith February, and uh, it it sort of feels like I'm having a one-sided conversation. <laughs> like, to keep things moving, I am just moving ahead and kind of making mm, assumptions. I don't know, I have to answer my own questions about what my audience is thinking and what their answer is because I'm talking to people, but I'm not getting a response. It's not that I'm not... I'm talking to no one, but I'm talking to somebody and I am answering all the questions and moving on. So I'm approaching the worldview questions as if they've never been answered. So as I'm sharing on Facebook and here on my podcast, the main places I chill and hang out, um, I am asking these questions like from an open open mindset. I mean, I know what my answer is, but I want to present them in an open, unanswered way to my audience. I don't know what you think. I don't know if you've ever thought about this before. I don't know what your answer is. But as we move along, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to move forward with my answers and we'll see what happens. So last week, talking about where did we come from? And um, I kind of feel like, Not that I'm force feeding my answers to the audience, but well, there's no response. So I just get to input my answer and go ahead, move on. Uh, It's fine, it's cool. I'm actually not looking for responses. I am more so asking rhetorical questions for you to take into your heart and explore on a personal time, place, like on your own not so much to be public and vocal about it but if you want to i'm here for it i'm here for it all if you want to give me a piece of your thoughts reach out and let me know but for the sake of continuing and moving on to the next worldview question we're just gonna go ahead and take the stance of yes to god yes there is a god we came into existence by means of creation not by chance uh and the next question who am i and what is my purpose do i even have a reason for being here i want to like insert a sub question today that will actually take care of that question um yeah so the universe existence uh existed here i am reading my notes <laughs> Um, okay, but the universe came into existence. This is what I'm trying to say, y'all. Um, but not by just any old God. Mm, I know, here we go. The universe is not some, like, being or the universe, like, talking about God as if he is the universe or some inanimate power god is god and you and i both want to know if there are counterfeits first of all we don't want to be duped (laughs) and we don't want to be following a god that's not really god that doesn't make sense so if a god claims to be god and dude there are like hundreds of billions of different quote-unquote gods lowercase gods in the universe and many 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 different religions so can we even know which one is there a right one how do we know which god is the real god the true god is that even what we're looking for why is that important you know a lot of people have questions about this and like get caught up in this very thing so i'm gonna set it to you straight in this episode we need to know if we can know that there is one true God because you and I both, we don't want to be duped. We don't want to be following a false God or a counterfeit God. Okay. So before we even go there, KT, why God anyway? So like i say i am purely approaching these questions as if they've never been considered not answered so we need to ask like why is god even important why does there have to be a god why not aliens why not the false be with you why not some other like powerful being of some sort that brought us into existence so last week i posed there are only two options to how we came into existence either chance theory aka evolution or we were brought about by a God and I'm sure that the question must cross our mind at some point maybe why does it have to be God why God does that make sense why God and what God so answering this sub question will knock out the who am I question I'm gonna do my best to do that for y'all today because if there is to be any meaning or purpose to our life it has to come by a being that is all-powerful all-knowing um omnipresent everywhere like It has to otherwise it's not good enough (laughs) the purpose that comes from anything any one other than a being or person who is all-knowing omniscient everywhere omnipresent like that purpose is just not gonna cut it it's not gonna be good enough also if purpose for us reason for being living if that purpose doesn't come from someone who has not been created themselves. So if our purpose comes from something or someone who's been created, it is still not good enough. It's finite. And where did that being or person get their purpose from? So it doesn't work that way either. Does that make sense? So there kind of has to be this like ultimate this the best way I can describe it for now is God because we understand God to be the ultimate like above all outside of time space he's all-knowing everywhere all powerful able to do everything that is what who God is anything other than that is not good enough not immaculate enough is not God and we can't take advice from that person <laughs> And we certainly do not get purpose from that person either. So I've already kind of opened this can of worms. Um, Without God, the God, not a God, there is no purpose. It has to be coming from God and that of the ultimate God of gods. God of all gods. The big enchilada. (laughs) Okay, Uh, so it's really quite simple. Follow along with me. The chance theory, aka evolution, tells us that we make up our own value. We give ourselves our own purpose and we deduce that from our feelings, our emotions, our thoughts, whatever floats our boat. So whatever you can come up with um, is good enough for you. Maybe not me, maybe Joe Schmo, but the chance theory is not good enough to give us purpose. Whatever you come up with, whatever reason um, for being you come up with, it's just not good enough because we keep asking why? Like, why? Why do I grow up? Why do I go to school? Why do I try my best? Why do good? Why do my darndest to get an education, get a great job, make money? Why, why, why? What is the ultimate purpose of it all? Why be happy? Why have fun? Why have a great life? Why have an awful life? What's so bad about a good life or an awful life? What's the difference between right and wrong, good and bad? Who's to say, anybody can say because Oh, by the way, Chance Theory says that we came about by accident. You're just an accident. We came out of primordial soup millions and billions of years ago. It's all vanity, vanity, vanity. Everything is meaningless. Um, and there's just no ultimate purpose behind anything that you could possibly do in this life. Because even then, then what? <laughs> what about after this life? Why, what is it all for? Do you get where I'm coming from? You are nothing, you are an accident, there is no purpose. Um let's move on. But we know this isn't the mm, yeah, my writing. Okay, moving on. <laughs> this isn't even a way, the right way, the way, a way, because evolution is left begging for so many answers. So we really have to nix that. It just doesn't suffice. There's And to answer the rest of the worldview questions, evolution does not do it. It doesn't make the cut when you try to answer, where did we come from? Nope, don't do it. It doesn't do it. Um, who are we? Who gives us, where are we valuable? Who are we as people? Not a great reason. Not a great answer. What's wrong with the world? Um, what's the other question? Gosh, I should have wrote it down and where are we going evolution like takes a stab but is really shooting an arrow in the dark at a bullseye that is flying through space (laughs) okay so we're just gonna nix that it doesn't make sense it doesn't work it doesn't suffice it doesn't fulfill the necessary um questions of where we are what is our purpose who are we where are we headed so which a God, we'll start there, very basic, a God would solve. But today I'm offering that not just any God, okay? A God and like all-powerful being can solve all the questions that compose of a worldview. Where do we come from? Who are we? Where are we going? What should we do with our lives? What's wrong with the world? Um, Is anything wrong with the world? a god can answer that but i'm offering today that it's not just any god but one god and why it has to be that way ah man just follow along okay i <laughs> i can hear the opposition but um let's go so why let's just review this again why does it have to be God, not just like spirit or energy or I've even heard the term Gus, um, God, universe, spirit or the universe. Like, why does it have to be God, Katie? I am not a religious person. I'm not a spiritual person. I just, you know, I'm free flowing. I'm a free spirit. I'm not bound by religion or a religious book or God okay why why do you insist on it being not just God but one God why in the world why in the universe is that even important okay here I go with my one-sided conversations again (laughs) because whether here's my answer whether you know it or not like it or not God has qualifications So it can't just be any old God. If we're going to go with the option, where do we come from? We were created. It can't accurately, sufficiently just be any old God. Just any, you know, any old God. It can't. Whether you know it or not, whether you like it or not, God... The ultimate God has qualifications. And if any other God doesn't meet this qualification, they are not God. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. They are not God. That deity, that being, that spirit. If they don't meet the God qualifications, they are not God. End of story. That is how there can only be one God. The ultimate above them all. Does that make sense? So let me show you because it's obvious these qualifiers of God. Obviously, God, the ultimate, can't be created himself. Otherwise, he's not God. Otherwise, he's not God. If he himself has been created and has a creator, so swipe. I don't know what the percentage is. A lot of the lowercase gods swipe to the left. They're out because they were created. Okay, they cannot count. So God must exist outside of time and space. So any God that came into existence or is made out of a substance, made out of material matter, ruled out they are not God they cannot be the qualification for God the ultimate that's how we know (laughs) what God I'm talking about God the ultimate is that they are not created and they exist outside of time and space they do not consist of any substance because why because the universe came into existence and God had to be outside of all of that Everything that the universe consists of, God is not any of that. Isn't that like fascinating? Isn't that amazing? So if he is limited, if this God that we're evaluating, okay, do they match up to the God criteria? If the God that we're evaluating next is limited in any way, he's not God. Rule him out. So to ask, where did so-and-so God come from? Where did this God come from? Where did that God come from? When you ask if he came into existence or consists of material or matter of any sort, he is limited and they are not God. And even to ask where did God come from is to place a limitation on God. God didn't We can't wrap our mind around it, but follow with me. God didn't come from anywhere. Yeah, you can't understand that because we are bound by time and space and matter. But we have a soul and spirit and mind but God does not. He is not limited. So to ask where did God come from? He came from nowhere and he exists outside of time and space. So we, it's not even correct to ask where did God, God come from? Does that make sense? God can only be God, the ultimate, if he gives purpose. So simply believing in a God doesn't make it real there must be an objective way of knowing that it is God the ultimate and any other God that is not God the ultimate scratch it out it's not God (laughs) we don't want to counterfeit that's the word I was trying to think of earlier we don't want to counterfeit and we don't want to be following a fake you know what I mean and it's kind of funny I was thinking of when I first started learning about God and When my family first started learning about God, I had all my reservations. I think I was eight, around the age of eight. And all I thought was like, oh, I remember this pretty um, vividly. Like, oh, God is just a crutch. God is just an excuse for like weak people. I'm eight years old, dude. I'm like, people are weak and they can't cope, they can't like, cope with eternity or their lives or meaning or things like that and so they need God Uh, but it's just an excuse because they're weak or something they can't figure it out on their own and I refused I mean I was really hesitant to like follow something that wasn't true that was the main important thing for me was like is it true I think it's an excuse it's not true it's lame (laughs) that was my thought when I was like Around the age of eight. But for life to be more than an endless chain of actions and behaviors, a purpose giver must exist. We kind of already talked about what qualifies as a purpose giver. It can't be you, it can't be a king or a president or your mom. (laughs) You can't decide my purpose because who decided yours? And Any other created being or a limited being that exists within time, space, and matter, who gave that person the ability to decide? Who made them the higher power? Well, something above them. So who is the ultimate? Come on, it makes sense. (laughs) You can't decide my purpose because who decided yours? There must be an ultimate, ultimate say. And who is at the top? I'm telling you, I don't want to... Follow somebody who is in fact one degree lower than the head honcho the person at the tippy-top we got to find out and know for certain beyond a shadow of a doubt that all other options are ruled out and in fact cannot even be considered an option you have to be resolute in the ultimate it can't be like well it could be that it could be this it could be him it could be her No, it just doesn't work. And it's not something you want to risk. Wow. Risking who the ultimate is. It's not up to you, actually. And there are objectives that must be fulfilled and can be tracked and traced and seen and, you know, to um, know for certain that he is the ultimate. Wow, that's amazing. What a relief, right? You're not going to be led astray if you dig because you can know for certain beyond the shadow of a doubt that the ultimate is the ultimate, that God is God. Wow, yes, what a relief. God must be infinite, inherent. He's not dependent on another thing outside of himself to give him meaning. He's inherent, infinite, lasting forever, never had a start but what sets the god all right here's the question the ultimate god what sets him apart from all other gods there's many <laughs> uh even ourselves we like to worship ourselves and pretend that we're god so what sets god apart from ourselves we've already kind of answered that today um I made a post today. I was just thinking and doing some preparation for this episode and I have some material that I've been reading and going through. Um, and I kind of made up this fictional conversation and I posted it on my wall about somebody asking another person, it's a fictional conversation, but they're like, do you know half of everything? And the person in conversation is like, no, i I don't know half of everything so the other guys like well do you know like maybe half of half of everything in the whole world the whole universe ever ever has been ever ever could be would be will be or at least in the past do you know half of half of everything like you've been to school you are a handyman you've been around the block a year or two you know a lot you've seen some life do you think you know half of half of everything probably the guys like probably not even half of half of everything so my point um that I'm alluding to is that is it possible that the ultimate god exists and that there is truth that he is true he is the ultimate and maybe he exists outside of what you know like maybe you just don't know that yet, but he's there. Okay. Uh we can logically say yes, that is possible. Um uh, check out my post. I said that for a reason. <laughs> what the reason was, I don't remember right now. <laughs> uh but okay, we want to know what sets apart the ultimate God from all other gods. How do we know he is the one? And why should we follow him? And who gave him? Like, how does, how, why should we take orders from him? Why should we take pecking orders from him? Who gives us, who's he to give us meaning and purpose? Um, well, the reason is that he became a man. No other religion, no other God came into human, a human body, came in the flesh. No God came from wherever he comes from, <laughs> his throne in heaven. No other God became a man but Jesus. So this is one unique, there are many, dude too numerous to go into detail here but one of many that makes God God is that this God became a man who can relate with us in our weakness because he was tempted in every way that we were and yet was found without sin no other God became human not only that Not only did the ultimate God become a human so that he could relate to his creation to whom he gives purpose and meaning to life. Not only that, but he fulfilled thousands of prophecies that foretold everything about Jesus. His birth, his lineage, his life, details about his life, his death fulfilled it to a T miraculously, incredibly amazingly. Why? He literally did not have to do that. I was thinking about this. God did not have to fulfill prophecy. That is like icing on the cake. He could have just fulfilled his mission. It came down, been a man, did the thing, do the stuff. And that's it. Like died, raised from the dead, he already had a plan and a mission. He could have just done that. But as added evidence for us, beautiful, wonderful people who could use all the help in the world <laughs> to be convinced of his goodness and that he is the ultimate and only one and only God. Yes, above them all. That is my point. He fulfilled prophecy Upon prophecy, upon prophecy about his life to a T, which was not even necessary. Dude, that's like additional icing on the cake just for you. (sighs) Wasn't that nice? I have a little YouTube video that is in the notes. Go click it. It's like four minutes or so. It's just a cute little cartoon making it real what the chances of a a person fulfilling those prophecies like what the chances are of someone being able to do that it's kind of cool check it out um and remember as a side note as you're watching that the chances of us coming into existence with evolution or the chance theory a.k.a without God is like pretty much slim to nil ever not possible to happen no matter how many billions of years you shake and stir it up can't ever all right we have two seconds to look at the question how long have we been going mm, oh yeah two seconds two minutes um, t- look at the question who am I Who am I so we look at who is God the God there has to be an ultimate there can't be a counterfeit or a fake there is one purpose giver who fits criteria that qualify him to be God and no other lowercase God meets that and we don't want duplicates okay we don't want counterfeits duplicates we want one so as not to be wrong (laughs) Because you don't want to risk your eternity. Okay, that's nothing you want to finagle with. <clears throat> so, real quick. Who am I? And do I have value? I don't have notes. So, I'm beyond this. Beyond, I'm just going to tell you. You are made in the image of the one true God. The ultimate God. Who am I? I am a child Of God you are adopted into his family but that's up to you you choose to do that not just by believing because even the demons believe in God and Jesus and the demons know what Jesus did he died he rose again he was God in the flesh they know that they believe and shudder so it's not just enough to believe there has to be some action to your faith your belief that makes you a child of god but to answer the question who am i i am created in god's image you and i fit his likeness wow that's like quite an honor it's quite incredible it's amazing and the image that of whom we bear is the person yeah the person god is a person The person who gives us purpose and meaning. It's not up to me to decide. Beautiful thing is that God gives you desires to help guide us into what we do with our lives. Um, I am not an apologist. (laughs) I am not a scientist. Okay. I enjoy these subjects, but that's not who I am. I have my own unique gifts and skills and talents and wishes and desires that God has given me for me to fulfill my purpose but I do or don't I don't have to likewise you don't have to honor the gift that God has given you the purpose that God has for you to fulfill but know this God is the purpose giver who am I I am created in his image And to become a child of God you must be adopted into his family that is how this ultimate God is for everyone he works for everyone I think some gods I can't think of off the top of my head lowercase gods like they don't work for everyone they don't work for all people all all of humanity they're like for some people to the exclusion of others. You know what I mean? But this God, the ultimate, it doesn't matter what you've done, who you are, where you are, what your demographic is, He is for you. He is for you. And to be adopted into His family, it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, what sin you've committed, you must repent of your sin, which is to change your mind. And I did post about this in Facebook post about changing your mind about your sin and choosing to follow God and what he says because as we discovered in today's episode he has some things for you to do some rules for you to follow Um, and when you change your mind about your sin and are adopted into God's family now he has equipped you he gives you his Holy Spirit to fulfill his work To be able to even do what he asks you to do. Because we can't do it on our own. I'm preaching now. But let's cut it off here. I would love to talk to you more about this. If you want. If you would like. Um, Reach out to me anyway. Anyhow. I will have some links in my show notes. As I always do. I care about you. I help this Faith February series has been encouraging. That is my goal as well, to encourage you wherever you are in your faith and challenge you to think just a little, but let's take it further. Um, If you want to talk about some of these things, if they're hard to chew or just don't sit right, or you still have more questions, let's talk about it, yo. Love you. I'll see you next week.